Virginia is for families, all sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family, for families of all species, for beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families, for families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed. So, in conclusion, Virginia has all sorts of things your family could love. So, come love it for yourself. Buffalo Wild Wings has specials on food from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday, and great deals on drinks all day. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $3 Wild Herd by Goose Island. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. Welcome back to a brand new week here on the Talkstar Radio Network and on Exxon TV and on shortwave around the world. Our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five. That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Email exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And, of course, you can always watch, listen, and chat at www.xzonetv.com and www.xzoneradio.com. Batman just said, hey, wait wait a sec. It's Tuesday. How is it a new week? Well, it's because I wasn't here yesterday. It was a holiday in Canada. I actually spent time with my family. We went down to Niagara Falls, Ontario. We had a beautiful supper together. Uh, And we ended up watching fireworks Came home, had coffee, and went to bed. Do you know people sleep at night? Batman, did you know people really sleep? And it's not uncommon for people to sleep at night? And there's a whole world out there during the day. Did you know that, Batman? Yeah, I'm serious, pal. You should see it. Anyway, missed you guys, and by the amount of email that I uh, received, uh, so you, it's nice that you missed us over here, and uh, Batman and I are glad to be back with you live Right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. On tonight's show, Jim Kopke will be joining me in a few seconds. We're going to be talking about government corruption. Hmm, you think? William Federer will be with us in hour number two. Harry Medved will be with us in hour number three. He is a film critic. We're going to be talking about the new Indiana Jones movie that is coming out. And Brian David Anderson 
We'll be talking about earth changers, the moon, and much more tonight here on the X-Zone. Once again, our toll-free number is one 528 8255 Email X-Zone at talkstarradio.com. And you can watch, listen, and chat with us online at www.xzonetv.com. Jim Kopke is my special guest tonight. And uh, we've had the pleasure of having Jim on the show before. He is nationally recognized as a JFK assassination uh, expert. But tonight we're going to be talking to Jim about government corruption. His new book out is called Good Enough for Government Work. And um, let's see, what else can I tell you about Jim? Well, he's been a longtime government employee whose work ethic has gotten him into lots of trouble while winning countless awards for excellence in management and government. Excellence, management, and government. Somehow those three words don't seem to go together for me. But anyway, we'll let Jim explain that. Uh, he was inspired to write good enough for government work while watching millions of tax dollars poured down the drain. And Jim wants readers to think carefully about who they vote for this year. Uh, this is Jim's fourth book. He's nationally recognized as an expert, as I said, on the subject of President John F. Kennedy's assassination. The Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell, will return in uh, two minutes after this commercial break as uh, we start tonight's show. Here on the X-Zone, it is Tuesday, May the 20th, my mother's birthday. So, Mom, if you're listening, everybody here in the family, the X-Zone family and Talkstar family, wish you, Mom, a very happy birthday. Jim Kopke is my guest this hour, and we'll be back talking about government corruption. And I'm sure before the hour is over, we'll also be talking about uh, the the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. The X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard, will continue after this two-minute commercial break right here live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone TV, and on shortwave from our studios in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We'll be back in two. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine like hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining room can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you're visiting, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, old Florida cuisine at its best. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. 
Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Are you interested in the paranormal, ghosts, UFOs, or psychic phenomenon? Join me, Tim Bartley, co-host of Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, coming mid-January 2017 to the XZBN. We will channel spirits live and talk to them, revealing all kinds of amazing information. Spiritual attachments will be found and removed on the show, and so much more. To find out when you can listen to Talking to Spirits with Lightworkers Tim and Justina, visit www.xzbn.net for listeners on both sides of the veil. Hi, this is Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout, here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. I would like to invite all of our listeners to the second annual Parunity Conference, January 27th through the 29th in Felsmere, Florida. We have some exciting speakers, including Brian Kano from The Haunted Collector, author Andrea Perrin, whose book inspired the hit movie The Conjuring, and our own Rob McConnell. There are events for the public as well as opportunities for paranormal teams to come together to share information. We also have opportunities for our guests to participate in some investigations of Felsmere's most haunted locations. Check out my website at www.paranormalstakeout.com or www.paranormalfbi.com for times and details. Hope to see you there. Batman is my producer tonight at Master Control, and you can reach us at one 877 here on the Talkstar Radio Network. Welcome back, everyone. Jim Kopke is my special guest. We're talking about Jim's new book, Good Enough for Government Work. And Jim Kopke, welcome back to the Exxon, my friend. Thanks very much, Rob. Good to be here. Jim, tell us about your new book, Good Enough for Government Work. Well, um, I was inspired to write this because I've been well in and out of... Uh, government jobs for the last 20-some years, and I've seen so much waste and so much corruption that is just mind-blowing. And I'm firmly convinced that um, what I've seen is not the exception. It's the rule. I'm sure wherever you are, wherever you live, Mm -hmm. this kind of thing is going on in your local and and state government. Now, uh, Jim, uh, how is the taxpayer money really being spent? Let me give you an example, a place I used to work. Mm -hmm. I went in once to audit the books, and this is reporting to a very high-level person in a very large government agency. And I found out that he was wasting, literally wasting, about $250,000 a year paying for a service that he could have gotten absolutely for free from uh, a sister government agency. I go into his office and I tell him this, thinking that he'll say, wow, you know, thanks so much for bringing that Mm -hmm. to my attention. He said, well, so what? It's taxpayer money. It doesn't matter. And it's, you know, it's just it's too much of a hassle to, to have to pick up the phone and, and ask for someone else to do it. So I was, I was stunned, and I was also really upset about it. So I went to his boss, mm-hmm. an even higher uh, federal official, 
And I sat down in her office and I said, you won't believe what this guy is doing, the money he's throwing away every year. And she said, you know, I, I just don't want to hear it. It's, I don't want to hassle with anybody, have to discipline people. It's just too much trouble. Unreal. We've heard stories uh, where the government has paid, you know, astronomical amounts of money for hammers, for toilet bowls, even for toilet paper. So it seems that these are real true stories that we're hearing. Very true. All too true. And um, the, the fact is that these people don't feel accountable to anyone mm -hmm. because to them it's just like play money. And, and no matter what they do, the money keeps coming in. And, you know, they have no reason to, to change their ways. It's coming in at our expense. Yeah, that's that's for sure. That's for sure. And uh, I'll give you another example, um, is that uh, a lot of the money that people mm -hmm. are paying in their taxes isn't just wasted. It's used for uh, people to further their own interests, including um, having sex with whoever they please. The same woman I just mentioned I, I met with mm -hmm. came back to her office once and started talking to her about a, a problem that was going on in her agency, and we actually were getting along very pleasantly. And she told me, you know, I really like working with you. And I'm thinking, well, that's, that's a great thing. We can get something done. Starts unbuttoning her blouse. Whoa, hello. I, I said, you know, excuse me, ma'am, but I'm married and I, I really need to leave. I really need to go home. She got so upset because nobody turns her down. So I took off. Come home that night, my wife says, did you have a tough day at work, honey? I said, boy, you have, you have no idea. That's <laughs> but, unreal. But that, that is incredible. As a matter of fact, um, some years ago, we had uh, a government agency that we were funding through the organization I was with that we were looking at, and nobody there ever took a vacation. Nobody mm -hmm. there ever called in sick. And we thought, wow, that must be just the best place to work in the world. We found out after some time that um, basically there was an ongoing daily orgy, literally an orgy going on in the office where everybody was doing it with everybody else. And they seemed to be enjoying it all the more because they realized that the public taxpayer dollars were paying for it. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Jim Kopke is our special guest, and it's uh, www.jimbooks.net. Jim, with all this uh, booze swelling that is going on, uh, bureaucrats are simply abusing the taxpayers' hard-earned money. How do you see the the uh, McCain, Obama, Clinton? Um, fiasco affecting the taxpayer in the next couple of years? You know, I don't think it really matters who gets in of the three of them. I don't mm -hmm. think anything is going to change. I think McCain has been in there so long that, you know, he's uh, so in deep with all the lobbyists and with the old boy system. I don't think he has any plans to change. I don't see Clinton or Obama uh, doing anything any differently either. I think in order to... Uh, get somebody really good in there who wants to change things, uh, they would have to be independently wealthy, not be beholding to any special interests, and I just, I don't know who has that much money. I don't see that happening. Now, is every elected official bad, or are there just... Uh, my experience, no, not everyone. Most, mm -hmm. though. I've seen... Uh, Most. I've, I've done a lot of work with uh, people at different levels of government, and... Mm -hmm. I found that there are some who are literally out there trying to do the right thing, you know, trying to give the taxpayers their, their dollars worth, but they are they are stopped constantly by the rest of them, by people who say, you know, we don't want you in here making waves. 
uh, we're going to block this bill you're trying to do because you're trying to make waves. You're causing problems with us. There's just too many people at the upper levels of government who have been there for too long. They have too much power, and they love it. and They don't want to relinquish any of that power. They, they actually have their own little kingdoms, if you will, um, built up. And they will fight anybody who comes in and tries to stop that. What can the average to- uh, citizen do? Like, you know, I, I understand that it's we the people who are supposed to be behind government and we the people are supposed to monitor government and we the people are supposed to have the power to change government. You know, that's nice theory, but in reality, um, it doesn't work like that. It's for the birds, kind of. Well, it, it really is, and I hate to say that. And, you know, people will say I'm, I'm cynical, and I look at it as I'm realistic because mm-hmm. I've dealt with people at all levels of government for so many years, and it's pervasive. I've seen it at the federal level, state level, local level. It goes on and on. The only thing I really have started doing myself, and if people want to do this, fine, I'm not telling anyone to do, is I always just vote against the incumbent because there just aren't enough good politicians out there that you need to worry about. I'm going to throw somebody who's really good out of office. Most of the time, you won't. Um, but how do you tell a good how do you tell a good politician from a not so good politician? Let's put it that way. Well, you know, it's really hard to do it. Somebody comes to mind who um, I used to work with in a previous job, and mm-hmm. uh, the, this guy was a true gentleman. He always he his he looked perfect. He talked perfect. He always had a joke, and he always talked about how he wanted to help out the common man. And I was stunned. I was still naive in those days to find out that this guy was uh, you know, putting on the public payroll a very pretty, very attractive aide who he was messing around with. And again, it's, it's the same old thing. Um, and this person, uh, throughout his career, I think he was reelected to office, gosh, 10 or 12 times. Something like you know, Jim, there's nothing wrong with having a pretty young assistant. You know, there's nothing wrong with the boss and the employee getting together, number one, as long as the boss is not married, number two, as long as they're not using taxpayer money, and number three, as long as there's no violation of interdepartmental policy where it says that you can't do that. However, it seems to me, and uh, let's use the former governor of New York as an example, this is more of the, uh, the status quo than anything else. I think you're right, absolutely. Like even Bill Clinton. Sure. And my question to you, Jim, as being a employee of the government, if Hillary gets in, will she get a? Will she also have the opportunity of having a uh, an intern that she can have an affair with, like build it? Uh, there you go. That would be. Hey. Yeah. That would be fair. I think so. <laughs> so, who do you think is going to win the uh, the nomination, Obama or Clinton? You know, I, one thing I, I have to say about Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. is she always finds a way. And the Clintons, as a team, they always find a way to get in. So I, I was listening to the news tonight, and uh, the media seems to have given it to Obama, but I would not be one bit surprised if um, she winds up getting the nomination at the convention. Really? They, this will be, it's, they, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it will be interesting. And I understand that Obama has had the Secret Service... Uh, earlier than any other presidential candidate 
because of the security risk to him because he is African-American and that he has apparently a lot of silent enemies. Yeah, I've heard that too, and I think that is one of the saddest things you can imagine that mm-hmm. in this day and age people will be making threats against him just because he's a person of color. Exactly. You know, if if you if the people, you know, I thought it was for the people by the people, and if the people want Obama in, why not? Sure. I think they would. I think well, it's no worse than Hillary being the first female president, for God's sake. That's right. That's right. And then you've got Senator McCain. Sure. <clears throat> okay. I, I just can't believe that McCain would be more than a, a one-term president, to tell you the truth, at his age. Well. One term is one way of putting it, but I can't see him being president at all. I really can't, and that's yeah. only my opinion. So, yeah. and that's not reflective of anybody here. It's just what I feel like. I, well, I look at the guy, and it seems that we would just be replacing President Bush with an older President Bush, <laughs> and someone who who's uh, been working with lobbyists and special yeah. interests for for longer than, than Bush did. Yeah. Yes. Jim, stand by, my friend. You and I have to uh, take a commercial break. When we come back, let's talk about the JFK assassination. How's that? Jim Kopke is our very special guest, www.jimbooks.net. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the X-Zone on the Talkstar Radio Network. Our toll-free number is one 877 You can always chat with me here in our studios, X-Zone, no, Talkstar Radio at Hotmail.com. And I also monitor the chat at XZoneTV.com where you can watch, listen, and chat with us live from our studios here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Jim Kopke and I will return on the other side of the news as we continue right here on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Exxon Nation, whatever you do, don't go away. And if you do, get right back. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 
401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back to The Excellent, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network, Exxon TV, and on shortwave from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Our toll-free number is one 528 8255 And, of course, you can watch, listen, and chat with us live at exontv.com. Jim Kepke is our special guest this hour. He's a longtime researcher into the Kennedy assassination and the author of a book, Chasing Ghosts, that describes what he found when he investigated JFK's death. He has spoken nationally about his research and is recognized as an expert on the Kennedy assassination. Jim has interviewed high-level federal officials about the death of JFK and has kept current with recent developments. In addition to the national tragedy of JFK's death, uh, Jim has also conducted extensive research into current events such as North Korea nuclear weapons development program. The government of Korea has requested a copy of Jim's new book, My North Korea Vacation. His website, once again, explanation is www.jimbooks. Net. Jim, who are the high-level uh, ranking officials that you interviewed about JFK's death? Well, I interviewed uh, Richard Helms, who was uh, director of the Central Intelligence Agency, and also William Colby, mm-hmm. uh, who was also director of the Central Intelligence Agency. Uh, checked in with uh, uh, Bob McNamara, who used to be Secretary of Defense under both Lyndon Johnson and, and uh, John Kennedy, and uh, a number of other people who have held uh, high-level posts in the CIA. Now, Jim, uh, what, are there any new events or a new uh, new research that has been done into the Kennedy assassination? And if so, what have you found? Well, uh, something I'm pretty excited about. Um, one of the rumors that's always circulated about the Kennedy assassination is that Lyndon Johnson had something to do with it, mm-hmm. which is quite a startling uh, accusation. Over the last several years, I've been requesting Freedom of Information Acts from the FBI and some other federal agencies. Um, about information about Lyndon Johnson and the Kennedy assassination. I was able to get a document from the FBI, an official FBI document, that claims that they were aware that back in the 1960s, the KGB, because of the Cold War and because they were worried about what happened with the Kennedy assassination, they actually conducted a homicide investigation in this country um, into the Kennedy assassination, which is more than the American government ever did. Their conclusion, according to this FBI document, was that Lyndon Johnson gave the go-ahead or the okay for the Kennedy assassination. FBI document further goes on to say that uh, they had some form of documentation or evidence mm-hmm. the KGB does in it. Well, obviously, I wanted to uh, find out if that was true, and I've been trying to get a hold of uh, the Russian government. First thing I did was to go through our sta- own State Department, United States State Department, Absolutely wanted nothing to do with me, wanted nothing to do with this subject. So, um, me being me, I started making phone yeah. calls to people in the Russian government. And after uh, many turndowns, and I, I certainly can't tell you the, this individual's name, but I found someone who was very sympathetic to, uh, to what I'm trying to do and has actually unofficially been helping me, trying to get me access to those documents. Um, I think this would be probably the last remaining smoking gun, if I can get ahead of it. Uh, this is something that uh, 
uh, the, the KGB, you know, certainly a, a bunch of very bad folks. They were our enemies for a long time, but very professional, very thorough in what they're doing, and um, they say they have something over there. Now, could this just be propaganda, Jim? You know, I don't think so, because the way this was discovered was um, the FBI actually had a mole or a spy mm -hmm. in the KGB who, and according to the document, this person has always provided reliable um, information to the FBI in the past. And as soon as this person um, found out about this, he immediately reported it to the FBI. And the FBI document at no time questions the reliability of this, uh, this spy or the evidence. Now, could the, uh, could the FBI actually have this information and have suppressed it for this amount of time? Absolutely, and I've tried to find if, if they have it, and uh, I have had no luck with that. Really? So that's why it sounds ridiculous, but that's why I'm going through the Russian government. to, uh, and, and I've had more cooperation from the Russian government than I have from the United States government, which is interesting, I think. Well, if, if it was a homicide, and if the government was involved... As, as uh, so many researchers have pointed out the possibility of there being a uh, LBJ connection, then I can understand why the U.S. government would want to suppress this information, but the Russian but the Russian government would love to get this information out. And that's what uh, the, this individual that uh, I mentioned told me. He said, you know, this would be a big public relations coup for the new Russian government. And um, that's how he's pursuing it on his end. And I don't mm -hmm. know exactly what he's doing, and I don't, don't need to know. I don't want to mm -hmm. put him into a spot or anything like that that uh, makes it difficult for him. But um, I'm, I'm hopeful about it. Now, why, why has the public seemed to have uh, cooled their jets about the Kennedy assassination? It was so hot for so long, and it seems now, eh, all right, we'll just accept whatever people are telling us. Well, you know, it seems to me that people have for so many years wanted someone to do something about it and I, it, I get the feeling that people are just finally giving up they're saying you know they've won we'll never find out the truth and that's that's just the feeling I get from a lot of people is what's the use of even trying mm -hmm. if you were in charge of the Kennedy assassination investigation mm -hmm. what would you have done differently well I would have uh, investigated like like a homicide, I would have interviewed the witnesses. I would have gotten very specific uh, depositions from everybody, and I would have looked at all possibilities. What what the government did back then was they only looked at evidence that implicated Lee Harvey Oswald. I would have looked at all the forms of evidence that came in. The government ignored a lot of evidence, especially about the Cuban connection. Um, there are a lot of people who worked for the CIA who were in Dallas on November 22nd. Warren Commission ignored that. There are a lot of people who saw uh, shooters behind the, uh, the fence on the grassy knoll. Mm -hmm. Warren Commission ignored that. A real homicide investigation would look into that. All right, here's, here's a hypothetical situation for you. Sure. Is it possible that President Kennedy was considered to be a risk to the safety and security of the United States, that some higher powers had some information and that a decision was made in the best interest of the country that the president had to be taken out. Well, you know, I think that is exactly what happened. I think there were individuals in the CIA and mm -hmm. the military who felt that he was just too soft on communism, 
that um, he, he did not have the strength or the experience to stand up to uh, the Soviets, and they actually thought they were patriots by taking the guy out, as incredible as that sounds. Was there, a, do you think that, was was there was there a mob connection here? Was was um, Jack Ruby a a key figure in this assassination, or was he just a fall guy? I think he was pretty much a fall guy. He was a low-level mob operative. Uh, mm-hmm. We've we, we've seen enough documentation to know he was connected with the mob, and I think he was told to take this guy out, or we'll take you out, and probably made some sort of promise that they would try and get him a light sentence for whatever reason. And when the mob tells you to do something or else, um, you do it. And I, I think that's what happened there. By having LBJ in as president, uh, did that help uh, suppress the information of that might have come out if someone else would have been uh, in, in control of the situation? No question about that. The first thing Lyndon Johnson did as president was to take the limousine that Kennedy was riding in and get it cleaned up replacing the upholstery, replacing the windshield, which in effect got rid of all of the, the evidence because mm-hmm. you were unable to look at bloodstains, bullet fragments. You were unable to track the trajectory of the bullet that may have hit the windshield. Um, no question about that. All right. Lee Harvey Oswald, what was his, what was his, um, what was his part in, this, uh, in the assassination plot? Because there are, there are many conflicting stories about Oswald's uh, actual... Um, Pardon, pardon the assassination. Well, I think he was a sap. I think he he may have been lured into this, being told that he was doing something mm-hmm. to, uh, to help prevent the assassination. The fact of the matter is, Oswald was at best a medium shot, and nobody who uh, wants to assassinate the president is going to take the chance with putting somebody who is not a very good shot into that position of killing the president. So I think he was just his main function there was to take the fall. So Harvey Oswald was a fall guy. Now, was, did he act alone, or was there more than one shooter? I'm, I'm told there was. You know, when I talked with uh, Richard Helms, uh-huh. uh, former CIA director, he told me that there were people, uh, what he would call rogue agents for the CIA, whatever that means, uh, who were involved in this, and using the term agents. So there had to have been more than one person. He also uh, told me that there was some sort of Cuban connection, which he did not get into. So... Um, definitely there were a number of people involved in that. Now, when it comes to, when it comes to Lee Harvey Oswald himself, was he, uh, was he a CIA operative? There, he did have a CIA personnel file. Mm-hmm. And I know that the uh, CIA, when they finally produced that, the file, file was empty. There was nothing inside it. And one has to wonder what happened to the documents inside it. Again, the Warren Commission never pursued that never ask the right questions. Somebody has a file folder, that that means you have some connection with the, the agency. The fact that there is nothing inside it means something uh, very mysterious happened to the documents. Is it possible that President Kennedy was still alive when he was claimed to be dead? No, I, I think when that, when that bullet hit his head, um, uh-huh. I think that that was it for him. And I uh, I think the doctors at the hospital just, you know, they felt they had to at least go through the motions, but I think he was instantly killed at that time. What about the uh, the conspiracy theories uh, that are 
that have been fueled by the amount of high-ranking officials who were at the hospital when he arrived as if they knew it was going to happen. And, and there did seem to be that. It seemed like so much was in place, like mm-hmm. some people actually expected Kennedy to be killed that day. And I just don't believe in coincidence. I'm not a big believer in coincidence. And there were just too many coincidences on that day. So the fact that there were so many coincidences on this day feeds the the conspiracy theory. Absolutely. What could have been done to prevent the assassination of President John F. Kennedy? Did the Secret Service act in the best interest of the president that day? No, absolutely not. The, uh, the parade route that the car went down mm-hmm. was probably the main thing. For it to take that series of uh, turns that required the car to practically come to a stop and to go through that open plaza, all those office buildings with open windows, uh, Secret Service did extremely poor job that day. Now, how long prior to the uh, the actual uh, motorcade in Dallas had this been planned, and were there adequate, was there anything different in the security preparations for the president's um, motorcade in Dallas that should have raised flags left, right, and center? Well, absolutely. There had been... Uh, in the month before the trip to Dallas, there mm-hmm. had been credible threats against Kennedy in Miami. He had actually planned a trip to Chicago, and that had been canceled because the Secret Service had received information that there was a plot to assassinate him in Chicago. All of these things should have raised enough red flags that they, sh- they should have canceled uh, an open car parade trip through Dallas, maybe even canceled the entire trip to Dallas with, with all those legitimate threats against the president truly puzzling why um, the Secret Service would still allow him to travel in an open car through all these crowded streets. One of our listeners uh, has asked me to ask you, how do we know for sure it was President JFK inside that casket since the casket was closed? Well, we we don't know for sure. Um, he was in there. Um, mm-hmm. There have been claims over the years that some surgery after death was done to the body to alter the wounds. There's a lot of mysterious things that that seemed to happen there. Um, it, again, there was so much cover-up going up, going on that I don't know that we'll ever know um, a lot of what went on. Interesting questions, interesting times, interesting case, interesting book, Chasing Ghosts by our guest, Jim Kopke, www.jimbooks.net. Jim, stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break, and we will be back on the other side as the Exxon continues here on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon TV, and on shortwave. I'll be back uh, with uh, Jim Kopke, as I said, on the other side of this commercial break. William Federer is my next guest in the next hour. We'll also be talking to... Harvey, uh, Harry Medved, and of course, Brian David Anderson as the Exxon continues right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. Exxon Nation, don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network. Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. 
Hi, I'm Larry Lawson, host of Paranormal Stakeout. With over 36 years in law enforcement, I have learned a few things. The most important is the proper gathering and preservation of evidence is vital to putting the bad guy behind bars. It's no different in the world of paranormal investigation, whether it's the search for the afterlife, cryptozoology, UFOs, and extraterrestrials. How we gather the evidence, preserve that evidence, and present it to a jury of our peers will make the ultimate difference in proving the existence of worlds and entities that are beyond our imagination. Join me, Larry Lawson, every week on Paranormal Stakeout when, along with my guests, we'll take a journey to prove with indisputable evidence what man has struggled to believe for centuries. Go to xzbn.net for the broadcast schedule and check me out at paranormalstakeout.com. healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Jim Kopke is our special guest, www.jimbooks.net. Uh, Jim, uh, tell us a little bit about your book that you uh, wrote, My North Korea Vacation. Uh, you know, apparently the uh, government of North Korea asked you for a copy. Yeah, they were kind of interested in it. I did send them a copy. I never mm-hmm. heard back, so I don't know what they thought about it. But uh, it's No news is good news. Yeah. <laughs> It's historical fiction, and uh, it's about the Wait a sec, Jim. Jim, how can you have historical fiction? Well, some of it is actually <laughs> true. It's about American um, attempts to sabotage the nuclear uh, weapons development oh, going okay. on over there. And some of it I had to f- kind of fill in the blanks. Oh, all right. Um, and we, we know now that, uh, for instance, the United States has been trying to sabotage the Iranian uh, nuclear development. That came mm-hmm. out in the news yeah. a few months ago. So. That kind of thing does go on, and uh, it does happen. And, again, it's on the same theme about government corruption, that uh, who's running the show and who's really in charge and are people really making wise decisions. Who really is running the government? You know, I don't know. I'm wondering, you know, I have a, a story, if I have time, that will absolutely blow the minds. Of anyone listening to this. Well, sure. Can you stay with us a little longer after the sure. news at the top? Because, you know, I, I still like to talk to you about Osama bin Laden. That's that's what I was going to say, sure. All right, uh, sure. Let, uh, we've got about uh, two and a half minutes left. So why don't we wait uh, until we come back from the news uh, with a story, Jim? Uh, Charlotte, who listens to us in Prince Edward Island, would like to know why some whistleblower, besides yourself, Jim, hasn't let all this information out to the press with with documents it seems that when people want the government when when people want the world to know what the government is doing all these documents get leaked how come 
documents pertaining to these wild, weird, wacky purchases aren't getting out into the hands of the media. There's there's a lot of fear there because if anybody is caught doing that, mm-hmm. there are laws supposedly to protect whistleblowers, but people in government, we all know that those laws are nonsense and they're not enforced. Uh, people have families, people have mortgages to pay, and there's a lot of fear out there. And that fear is very well known by government employees that if, if they blow the whistle, they're done. They'll never get another job in, in government again. All right, Jim, stand by. You and I will take the news, and then we will come back after the news at six and a half minutes past. And in the next hour, we'll also be speaking to our good friend William J. Federer. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network. one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, you can chat with me here at uh, the broadcast desk at talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And I do uh, monitor the chat at Exxon TV, where you can watch and listen to us live from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Jim Kopke and I will be back on the other side as the Exxon continues, right here live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We'll be right back. After the news, that is. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. When you need milk for Zoe and a cold brew for yourself, Kroger Delivery will get you just what you need in as little as 30 minutes. Open the Kroger app and start your cart, whatever the cart. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Delivery time's not guaranteed. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. When you're a Boost member, you get free delivery, double fuel points, and lots more. Sign up at kroger.com slash boost. 